And I can't do the next bit because it's too much of a key shift. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm not good at singing. You just sing there. I went bum 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 a bit. Well, that's singing. Fair enough. As long as that's, that's like all. like that, but with words in. Well, what do you think bum 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 are? Exactly. <laughs> so that was singing. And the, and the person who wrote that tune didn't even put bum 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 in as lyrics. They did not. They yeah. put a whole load of other lyrics in, which I can't remember right now. Because they're all backwards. Yeah. It's kind of groovy. If you, if you record it and play it backwards. Yeah. You get what the words are. Wait. No, I've lost it. It'll turn up. Can I go back to my bomb bomb bombing? I knew that. Bomb 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 bomb. I could just put the music in there. It would it would match perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It'd you be, do that. be a perfect segue. It's pretty good. Music. Yeah. Right there. For a minute there. And I couldn't swear as to why. For a minute there, I honestly thought you were going to do the good, the bad and the ugly. I can't even remember how that starts. It's like it's. Do you remember how the Mandalorian goes? Kind of. If it's I like, hear it, I know it. It's like that, only without most of the melody and just having that little twiddly bit that they put in the front. Not on the not on the the the, the TV version of the music, but that kind of rock cover that that rock guitar cover that that uh, chap did. Okay. And that's got that little twiddle in it, and it basically good, the bad, and the ugly is that, only without all the Mandalorian stuff. Huh. I did not know this. There you go. Anyway, we are gathered here in the sight of God. No. What? Maui. <laughs> Is what brings us it's together. together. <laughs> I can't remember the next line. That blessed arrangement. Arrangement, yes, that's right. That's why it is. That dream. Within, within. A dream. A dream. <laughs> I need to go and watch Princess Bride again now. Skip to the end. Yeah. If I can't remember it all the way through, 
I mean, I always tell people that's my favourite film because it is. I love it. It's 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 just marginally beats John Wick. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole big. Yeah. It's a tone shift. I'll grant you. It's a little bit of a mad flex. Yeah, but these are my favourite films: Princess Bride, John Wick, Mothman Prophecies. See, for me, it'd have to be the extended Lord of the Rings in there somewhere. They're good films. Mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong. Even though they've got the line, let's hunt some orc. I was them. just thinking of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some lines that you just, you struggle to forgive them. You know? I'm figuring the actor was probably struggling to say that line with anything approaching a straight face, to be fair. Yeah. 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 I mean, And that's Viggo Mortensen. He's good at a straight face. Mm-hmm. But um, Zachary Quinto isn't. I don't think I. Mm, distracted now. I know. And there was me thinking about Viggo Mortensen, and thinking, that's only the second worst line I've ever heard in a film. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The the worst line I've ever heard in a film. That's got to be some kind of Star Trek. That exactly. That's the one. First contact. They're telling Zephram Cochran that they're from that starship up there. Look at it through the telescope. And he's like, holy wow, there's a starship up there. And then he turns to the Enterprise crew and he says, so you're all astronauts on on some some kind of of Star Trek. Star Trek. It's like, dude, that lie, that phrase was never intended to be said in dialogue. Ever. Ever. Who would say that? Who would use that phrase? Apart from as the title to the show. Roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what I was going to say uh, before we got distracted by talking about the music about an hour ago um, <laughs> was we are gathered around the virtual campfire and inviting our friends from around the world to come and join us around said virtual campfire. For the purposes of us doing a Frithcast. It's pretty good. Go for that. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Should we start with some introductions, though? You can. We can. We will. And then I'm going to need you to tell me what we're casting Frith about. Mm, It's a good question. Mm. I've got an idea. Mm, Cool. Let's do some really, really quick introductions. Alrighty. Who are you? Well, if I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it fast. Hello, lovely listeners. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm a heathen with a head full of knowledge. There you go. Yeah. That was very good. Thank you. Uh, I'm Kate. I'm not. Welcome around the virtual campfire. (laughs) Hello, lovely listeners. (laughs) Welcome around the virtual campfire. Grab a log, grab a drink of choice, grab some biscuits, settle in. It's time for a Frithcast. What are we talking about tonight? Well... It's a good question. Welcome to episode 109 of Frithcast. Hello. Today we're going to be looking at the One-Eyed Wanderer. It's time. We haven't done an episode just focusing on the Grey Wanderer and I figured it was about time we did one. It is high time we did an episode focusing on he who sits in the high seat, he who wanders. 
and maybe have a bit of an explore around who he is because here in the UK around this time the lockdown is in theory it's lifting in theory in theory in theory it's lifting and we are starting to see restrictions easing to the global pandemic that mm-hmm. is swept around the planet we do have a new variant coming in we do have a lot of the population vaccinated and i'm hoping it's the same where you are around the world lovely listeners that you have a more of a feeling of safety than perhaps we've had in the last six months to mm. a year to 18 months if of going through this process if normality is not back at least there's little hints of maybe it will be not too long yes mm. yeah so it kind of got me thinking the all-father odin himself wanders famous for it one of the things that we can't do or that we've been in the last year restricted from doing yes particularly not there were points here in the uk where we were told not to go out unless it was absolutely necessary to work from home to have food delivered to only go out and get things like medications, to not go out socialising, to not go out to social events, to not go out for entertainment, just to stay in. So we did. We sat in the house for a year and a half. We did. Looking at the walls. It was pretty good. It was okay, actually, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was very different. But this aspect of Odin, he has many, many aspects. He has dozens of titles of names he is he who sits on the high seat he is master of seath he is the war general but the aspect i wanted to focus on in this particular episode was him as wanderer the gray wanderer so he's when he's described as wandering midgard he's dressed very distinctively it's often in very very unflashy clothing i guess very i don't want to say bland unstated like not understated that's good not of his status yeah he's he's dressed as a as a as a sort of common viator yeah he who walks i guess Mm. yeah so he's often got uh, a big hat covering one eye usually shading his missing eye or so he's only got one eye visible. Indeed. He's often carrying a seen carrying a staff or a spear on occasion, most likely a staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's often with pictured in grey or blue, and those tend to be his colours, very muted grey, very muted blue. And if... With a beard. With a beard. Mm. And if, dear listener, you are imagining a, a man walking with a beard... A big hat on and a staff dressed in grey and that's conjuring up a familiar image for you. You are not alone. You're not. No, if you're thinking this is Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Letters 107-1946. He says he based the character of Gandalf on Odin. Mm-hmm. Odin. And I mentioned before, he's got many, many names, and a lot of those pertain to his ability to travel or to travel distance. Yeah. He's the rider, the wanderer, the way-weary, the way-tame. It's not surprising in a society where travel 
going to the sea was not a barrier to your travel. It wasn't a boundary. That was your motorway. Yeah. That was your highway. That was where you went. If you wanted when to get about. To, to get about, to go distance, you got in a ship and you sailed there, whether it was across to the UK, whether it was down the coast to the north of France, mm. whether it was down the like the Volga and into what we now know as Russia. Yeah. You travelled waterways and you travelled rivers. Yes, you travelled on horses, but you also travelled waterways. Mm. So, Put the horse on a boat, sail the boat. <laughs> yeah. Their society is very exploratory in a way and very much sort of lightning raids and then settling down to regular trading routes and that relationship across oceans and across rivers shifting. Mm across generations so you weren't quite sure when the Northmen arrived what they were actually going to do whether they were there to raid all your shinies or whether they were there to trade fairly for all your shinies I have heard it said and I can't remember whether it was by us in a previous episode Mm -hmm. or by someone else and if it was someone else whether I can trust them or not Okay. and if it was us whether I can trust us or not good point But I have heard it said that when they sailed the oceans blue, they had different prows that they would put on their ships. So if they wanted to do raiding, they would put like a creature's head on the front. The dragon prow. Which we think of as the dragon prow. But I have have it in my head that it was linked to the practice of the nithing pole. So that when when they were approaching somewhere that they intended to raid... They put this animal head on the front, and if it's a dragon, fine, but if it's a horse as well, or something like that, it kind of equates to the pole thing. Mm. They stick they stick that on the front of the ship because they want it to do what the nithing pole does. They want it to frighten All the, land the, spirits the, the land spirits of the mm. place they're about to land at. I hadn't thought of it that way. And if they were going to trade... Or they wanted to be be there peacefully. It would just be like a, a decorative prow without an animal thing. Hmm. I might have to go do some more research into that. I don't know where I can't honestly yeah. remember where I heard it, but I I definitely had that in my head that that was a thing they used to do. Hmm. Side issue, but carry on. It's okay. So the All Father he physically travels, mm. and he also seeks knowledge. Knowledge is a big thing for him. Yes. Acquire must acquire knowledge. <laughs> so his titles are things like. The wise one, the very wise, the advantage council. The advantage council, I like yeah. that. The truthful, the sage. Uh, yeah, truthful is probably a little bit more subjective, but yeah, yeah the sage, the wise one. Mm. And he's very much relentless in that pursuit of knowledge. Yeah. And for me, that resonates with the Havamal verse that says, be careful not to know too much. Yes. Because then you end up preoccupied on what will happen and very grumpy about it yeah and certainly there's a point in the myth cycle where almost it goes from being very much sort of light-hearted in tone to odin knowing how it ends and we and know him becoming sort of sat and brooding and grumpy yeah we know too much now yeah so he comes to that point of knowing too much mm. Where ignorance is bliss, yes, tis folly to be wise. Yes. And that's one of those very often misquoted sentences. Because people only ever quote the ignorance is bliss bit. 
and they use it to they they use it to justify not knowing things. Yes. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of what it means, but it's very much more limited in full. Where where ignorance is bliss, tis folly to be wise. So if if you are, you know, if you have the opportunity to know what your opponent is likely to do, that's good knowledge. It's not bliss to be ignorant of that. Yeah. But when you are blessed with the knowledge of what's going to happen in the end... Maybe not such a good thing. Ignorance is starting to look a bit more blissy. Yeah, very much more blissy. Mm. He also travels another way, and he travels in trance. Okay. Um, so in... Uh, is it Price's Viking World? He's described as falling into trances and leaving his body behind... Oh. And travelling in spirit form. Okay, bit kind of borrow. Uh, I was going to say borrowing, but yeah, kind of. Well, no, but because he's spirit form of an animal rather than mm. borrowing an animal. Mm. Um, but he also has visions that are provoked by ordeals. Okay, and we're like, well, yeah, he lost an eye for the ordeal of knowing. Yeah, so he gave half of his sight to be able to see mm. which is a bit of a total tongue twister for me I suppose yeah it's, he's paying a price for it mm. so who is he who is the wanderer aspect of the all father to heathens that can't go anywhere we can't gather in our communities we can't gather in our ritual groups we can't add to our shared weird we can't go and greet the land spirits in our places the places that we go that are sacred to us mm. we may not have been able to visit those places for a year for 18 months we certainly may not have been able to go with the people we usually go with yeah so who is the wanderer to us if we can't wander if we can't go can we seek do we seek knowledge a different way do we look at online ritual, online connection to deepen our faith in a different way? Mm. And where does Odin seek knowledge in the age of the internet? When all the knowledge is theoretically at our fingers, do we know how to ask? Are we... Are we following his example in basically putting ourselves into trance and wandering as spirit form rather than in body mm. obviously as you say education is at our fingertips yes I mean I spend I spend a lot of time on flight simulations I travel to places that I will never get to see in real life mm. and it gives me an idea of where they are how big they are what sort of scale they that you know I get to see the views and all this kind of thing and then I can you know I can go and learn learn about these places you know, maybe there is something to our wandering in spirit. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, what, what wisdom do we gather? How do we apply that wisdom? Because it's not just enough to have knowledge. Mm. It's what you do with it. It's how you apply it. It's how we, we use that knowledge and that wisdom to take us towards the goal we have set for ourselves or that we've had set for us. Yeah. Wisdom... It allows us to analyse. It doesn't just allow us to gather knowledge and that's it. That isn't quite what wisdom is. No. Knowledge is, tomato is a fruit. 
wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> it's like... Yes. It's to attach value to particular pieces of information to make decisions based on that value yeah. and that information and to, to benefit the direction we want to go in. Mm. So a goal takes discipline, it takes sacrifice, it takes knowledge, but it takes wisdom as well. It may take learning new skills. And we see this in... The, the myth cycle that Odin uses sacrifice to make investments towards his future. Okay. To know things in his own future which benefit his community, which advance his own knowledge. Mm. And so it's like, where does that go for us? What goals do we set ourselves when we can't move? Mm. 18 months, 12 months ago, the world radically shifted. And it may have taken us individually a little bit of time to shift with it. Yes. Maybe at the beginning we were sat there going, well, we'll give it two or three weeks, it'll blow over, it's going to be great working from home. Mm. It may have presented, this time may have presented huge challenges for people. People may have lost jobs, lost focus, lost income, lost family members. Mm. How do we set ourselves a goal in that, in that time? Can we set ourselves goals in that time? As it, as the lockdown's gone on, and we've realised that we have to try and find a way to live alongside this, mm. and to maybe not, you know, after two or three weeks of staying put, we then suddenly think, well, we can't really stay like this. We've got to figure out another way of adapting ourselves to this situation. So, what wisdom do we use? I think one of the one of the things that I I'm going to I'm going to claim it's where wisdom, you know, a, a a little a little glimmer of wisdom dawned because I spent a lot of time in the first month or month or three of the lockdowns that we had in the UK. And it was it was pretty much worldwide by then, wasn't it? Mm. And I used to listen to these people telling me that lockdown is a great opportunity to do those things that you've always been meaning to do you've you can you can go on a course and learn this and learn that and start mm, up a new business and, online courses yeah yeah which great if you have the resources to be able to do that the spoons to be able to do that brilliant yeah i found it incredibly difficult being apparently being sort of i felt i was being constantly told oh you should be you should be learning languages or you should be learning, learning musical, instruments. Yeah, or, learning musical instruments. And if you're not doing that, you're wasting your lockdown. And I'm like, no. And, and eventually it took me a lot. It took a long time. But eventually I sort of decided to square with the fact that, no, I, I just want to try and stay, you know, I just want to try and keep going through this, if that's all right. You know, and, 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 and just, just manage to stay on the yeah. reasonably sane path. Um, Towards your own goal of... I want to get through this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, it, that was something I found quite difficult to 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 get with is this this sense that oh you should feel guilty as well because you you've not achieved yeah. this that and the other you, you know feel guilty never mind for, just for getting through this period of yeah. incredible upheaval yeah never mind just getting getting by from day to day and doing your thing that's fine you know but yeah you should also have done yeah so where does that fit into Odin as Wanderer we we hear him in the the myth cycle that he comes down to Midgard and he just wanders and often there is no purpose there is no goal aside from experiencing mm. and 
being amongst the people on Midgard and being experiencing that in that moment. Mm. So maybe that's part of what the experience you've just described to me, maybe that's part of that, to be able to just experience those moments and not think, oh, I need to write my third symphony before I have breakfast. <laughs> but just to be able to be present in that moment and experience it fully. Yeah. yeah. And that's an additional kind of, of knowledge. Mm. And sometimes the knowledge that we acquire or we learn has a very heavy price. And sometimes it feels very, very heavy to carry. Mm. And so what do we do with that? Sometimes we're so preoccupied with that, what that knowledge is. Yeah. Do we continue to choose to, to think on it or do we try and choose to live in the moment and have that very present experience? Mm -hmm. To we... sort, of, sort of put the... Yeah, put the extra things aside. Yeah, and, and just be. Yeah. I mean, like, I suppose this, you kind of risk getting into the whole mindfulness thing if you're not careful, I suppose. And it's like, you know, to, like you say, to experience that moment, mm. whatever that moment might be, whenever, whenever it might be, you know, is the experience of it is often going to be of more use to you you know, it's it's going to make for greater, ah, greater wisdom, you know, than 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 sort of letting it go by while you're focusing on something else and trying to. Mm. Yeah. So I've been thinking a lot about who, the All Father in his aspect of the Wanderer, the Grey Wanderer, the Anonymous Wanderer. Mm. This is the general this is he who sees this is the master of the high seat yeah this is he who commands not only the einheya but also the great halls and he's put a tatty cloak on and a hood mm -hmm. and he's come walking on midgard dressed as a traveler yeah that kind of just blows my mind a little bit it's it's Kind of the prince and the pauper thing, isn't it? But, yeah. But 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 a god. Not just a prince. Yeah, it's it's kind of like how do you get your head round him being able to do that, being mm. able to leave his duties in Asgard for a while and just wander, mm. and go back when he's good and ready. <laughs> you know, it's not. I mean, who knows how these things work? Who knows how time moves up there? Yeah. I say I mean, up there. You know, running Asgard, that's like the ultimate management position, isn't it? It's it's not exactly going to be an easy job. And it, there are a few times in the mid-cycle when he just sort of stops and, you know, you get these stories that start one day Odin, was, Odin went wandering on Midgard. Mm. And you're just like, wow. And I, I know he can travel the nine worlds, but he chooses to come here. Hmm. He doesn't, you know, there aren't, as far as I know, there aren't tales of him going to the other worlds. He just chooses to spend time here. It's, it's possible. I mean, we are, you know, it's likely that Midgardians will tell stories about Midgardians. Yeah. 
I mean, there must be there must be lots of occasions where he's come here and nobody's noticed. So nobody's written a, a, a story about it. Mm. You know, the the person that you meet on the road. Yeah. Who, you know, needs assistance or offers assistance or or just passes a, passes the time with you as you as you pass by. Yeah. The the rune answers tells us all about the importance of communication that can come from the strangest places sometimes. Mm. You can be wrestling with something and granted the Havamal will tell you, don't bother worrying at night because your problems are just the same. When you wake up, you might as well just go to sleep and then wake up with a fresh brain. Yeah. But things like the answers, the rune for answers is answers, is breath, is that ability to communicate, is mm. that one word in the right ear at the right time can change the course. Yeah. And that kind of that resonates with me in terms of Odin as wanderer he doesn't need to come down here if he wanted messages bringing to Midgard he could just send somebody with them mm. he chooses to come here and encounter people yeah just so, ordinary folk just ordinary people and so what messages is he giving what word at what right time is he using to change the direction mm. of things so yeah, my brain's been going all over the place. It sounds like it. And I wanted to kind of end with a little bit of a, a, a prayer, a meditation to Odin as Wanderer. Hmm. I greet Odin, far wanderer and wisest. Grant us wisdom, courage and victory as we seek knowledge, as we travel in different ways in our journeys through the sun's track. You are welcome in our homes and our hearts. Iowa. Lovely listeners, we're going to leave you pondering the wisdom of wandering around the virtual campfire. We're going to talk to you all next time in episode 1010, but if you want to come and find us online... Wait. Wait. Episode 110, not 1010. Episode 110. 1010 would mean we'd done over a thousand episodes, and I think we have a little way to go yet. We might have a couple to go yet. <laughs> so what was it? You said one... 110. Thanks. 110. That one. Yeah. That one that what Kate's just said. The, <laughs> not the one that I just said, because otherwise I've missed a few. <laughs> that one that Kate's just said, if you would like to come and find us online, which we've been talking about finding, like, connection online we and have. finding people online if you would like to come and find us online between now and whatever number the next episode happens to be <laughs> you can find me i'm suzanne martin you can find me on facebook under that name and you can also find me on twitter at geetha in jeans and should you want to find me for any reason i can be i can be contacted via our discord i hang around in there quite often if you go to our Facebook page at fb.com slash frithcastpod, all one word, um, there will be uh, guidance there on how to access our Discord server. You'd be more than welcome to come and join us there. Yeah, we have lovely listeners from around the world. We have several channels for you to go and explore and have a play in. We look forward to seeing you there very soon or maybe just meeting in a chance random encounter online. <laughs> That's good too. Lovely listeners, we will talk to you all 
next time for our next episode of Frithcast. Thank you for joining us today. It's been lovely to share this time with you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sleep.